0: If he's a newcomer, right? I want him to suck my ass with jelly, what they call tossing salad. That's the slang word, tossing salad. It means sucking my ass, right? With jelly or without jelly, some people use syrup. I prefer a guy to use jelly, right? I will reach my climate, right? I will automatically get hard, right? I will, you know, come automatically if he's sucking my ass for about 10 minutes or longer, right? It's, 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 it's It's a sensation feeling. It makes you feel real good. Most all gays do that. You know what I'm saying? Like guys to suck their ass. It's just like a pussy, right? But the only difference is it's not a pussy, right? It's clean. The person's decent. And the person know that that's an asshole, but in
1: mind, he, he's looking at it as a pussy because he's in prison. So toss my salad. Let him eat me, you know. And we straight. Let's- that's it. We straight. All right, Malcolm, go podcast, back.
0: and we're ba- and we're back with that. <laughs> leading with that,
1: <laughs> we're gonna lead with it. With uh, with me today is Vince, uh, coming back episode twenty seven on April the twenty sixth, post free agency, post uh, pre draft, post Hernandez suicide. Um, so we wanted to get in. We said we'd get a few episodes in in the off season. Uh, we've been slacking a little bit. I wanted to do one pre free agency, but. You know, nothing really happened. A lot of the Butler talk, a lot of the, um, you know, high tower. Where was he gonna go? Nonsense. Um, nothing's really, uh, you know. There's, there's been some things, some topics we can discuss here today. Uh, first off, I mean, I, the big news I think is Aaron Hernandez' uh, suicide death. He's a fag. He's a fag. He's a fag. <laughs> Just get three of them in. Start <laughs> strong. Or start strong. Three. So he, he he go ahead and kills himself. Um, gets off. What a sociopath this guy could be, right? I mean, to, to get off, first of all, shocking, he gets off on the double murder. I guess you don't have, it's all, it's one murderer versus another murderer telling each other they did it, right? So the guy that Hernandez shot in the face is saying, yeah, I saw Aaron do it. Oh, and the uh, and Aaron and his lawyers are saying no fucking way. It was that guy. Uh, at at the worst, at the minimum, Aaron Hernandez was there when those guys two got those two guys got murdered. Uh, he somehow gets off on it, skates, gets two double mur- uh gets a gun charge. Then two days later, kills himself in a uh, in his jail cell when he has a chance to really get off because he's got superstar lawyer gets off uh, gets um Casey Anthony can- Casey Anthony off and he's you know, well on his way to getting out of prison in the next couple of years and he go ahead and, and just offs himself. Um so and then everyone jumping on the bandwagon trying to find out what happened, he writes three letters, one to his wife or one to his uh daughter, and apparently one to his gay lover. <laughs> whose name is Kevin Kennedy. And boy, have those Kennedys fallen off in the recent years. <laughs> You've seen the photo of this guy?
0: I did see the photo. I didn't – I I would like to see the letter. I haven't, I haven't heard uh, any of that. I don't know if it ever will come out. It has ga- to come out.
1: Gallows humor, but let's face it. You, you never want to uh, stomp on, on the dead, but, I mean, you always – everyone's – we got this crazy voyeuristic – attitude in society now where we have to see everything that somebody does so i have to like even before he, when he was writing letters to fans and shit i was reading them. i was like this is why am i reading this the guy's a piece of shit i but read a lot of those letters i don't know too. why
0: i, I read it, like, every one i just wanted to get in his mind and like what he's, he's a like what do you do thing. in jail like when after being a millionaire it's really weird
1: it's fucking banana land and massachusetts law where some people are saying he's smart because under Massachusetts law, you kill yourself while you're it you know, you, while you're um trying to do a, what do they call that? A um, when you get why can't I think of the word? When he's um trying to get the conviction thrown out, appeal. When he's appealing, when he's appealing, he's uh as he's appealing, if he kills himself, then it's automatically he's an innocent man. So it's like a fucking technicality in Massachusetts law. Some people are saying he's smart enough to know that, and now the Patriots owe him his family money, and his daughter's going to get all the money, which is nonsense. It's not going to happen. No. Bob Kraft's not going to give him a dime.
0: And that's a, that's a, that's what they say, fake news. That's, fake, that's just like news. people need to talk about something. China. He's not. Nobody floated him that idea. Hey, Aaron. Like you know his, The exactly. only one that would would be his lawyers, and they wouldn't do that. <laughs> like
1: You know what? You kill yourself we take care of this all right here. It's a stupid take story. Take it here in Brainerd.
0: Now, let's let's what's more logical that a psychopath with a history of erratic behavior yeah. got a little down and killed himself or he had this elaborate scheme to kill himself so his money. so his family that he obviously doesn't I mean He he did a lot of murdering. He
1: He did a a bit of murdering. Also, banging men on the side doesn't help you with the wife.
0: Yeah. I don't believe that either. I think that's...
1: Fake news? I I just think it's garbage. I don't know. I kind of want to I don't care. I mean... Doesn't make you a bad person.
0: It it probably could be like that beautiful uh, opening monologue... I mean maybe that maybe maybe he got in jail and just, that that's where Turns, it went.
1: I mean the guy looks like he's like an Aaron Hernandez clone except for way smaller. Yeah,
0: it it did kinda look eerily similar. They were only like, just like a little more cracky.
1: He was like a white wigger, but he had all the tat all the tattoos on his fucking face, neck, arms, everything. Yeah. Um and he's from like a town like Uxbridge where you would never assume that Wiggers would exist, but he was he was dropping the N bomb all over his Facebook like he he owned the word and was allowed to use it.
0: Yeah, Aaron did that too all the time. Like yeah. I, I and in and those letters, he was always writing it and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think he was accepted on in the, in the crowd. Yeah, uh, but th- this I don't think it's even close to over. He smoked that K two before he uh, killed himself. Which yeah, that the, sh- the shit that Chandler Jones smoked before he went to the police station and got naked. So, that could be a thing. He 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 smokes this K2 and all of a sudden takes uh stone cold 316, puts that on his forehead and then fucking gets naked and hangs himself.
0: Yeah, some jackass when they were talking about how it was a conspiracy, it was a murder. He calls in and uh asks like Dale and Holly, "Oh, he's like have, have, he asks them if they've done hard time
1: and you been on the inside?" And he's like, "Yes, we got to go,
0: Well, well I have and I'll tell you what happened." Uh, it was conspiracy. The the guards just, you know, were pissed that he got off on double murder, so he they opened the door and let five guys go in there and rough him up. And for, and my evidence, you know, first of all, how is he gonna be able to write on his head backwards? That's just not possible. You couldn't <laughs> do it. And it was just like what <laughs> like where did it these people possible, go? But it's very possible. Yeah. Very possible. I saw his handwriting in the letters, it's not very good. Uh, um yeah. so I'm sure it wasn't the you know, like a nice stamp, but you could get it done.
1: All he had to write was four letters and three numbers. It's not like he wrote a, a, <laughs> yeah. like the entire Bible verse on it. Yeah. On his dumb forehead. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of, part of me wants to think that Stringer Bell got to him, d- does him dirty like D'Angelo Barksdale, gets him killed. Like, I mean, honestly, how can you hang yourself – I don't know. He's 6'4", right? I don't know how high these windows are, but – I mean, I'm sure it's probably like eight feet off the ground. Probably, if if it has bars, like any Shawshank movie I've ever seen. I don't know if it's if it's changed since then. I've never been on the inside. I but, mean, but part of me thinks that he could have been murdered only because of that. Because you're six four, how do you kill yourself? And that's why they say he soaped the floor so people couldn't get to him. But I think that maybe he soaped the floor so he slipped and couldn't stand up. I don't know.
0: Well, it's like that jackass uh, that called called into that radio show says. You know, it was obvious to other people, but this is a maximum security prison. This isn't Shawshank with the bars. These are like heavy doors that slide closed on computers that, when they check in. And he had his own cell. They, they're not like swinging a rope
1: like the rock. <laughs> like opening out of the like, rock.
0: opening the fucking How? cage. Like it's, it's a joke.
1: butthole did you get out of your cell.
0: So, I mean, another thing I would assume, yeah, the window's like a little maybe shallow but tie your feet to the end of the bed to, with one sounds like the thought of this yeah well i mean I, 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 everyone I, gets depressed i consider killing myself um, i don't know every morning commute <laughs> so I, I think about these things you just tie your feet up and then hang on the other end maybe two bed sheets who knows
1: yeah, who knows how he does it he well, got it done it's reg- not regardless it's, it is not shocking that somebody serving a life sentence killed themselves yeah, regardless cake eater He's a fag. <laughs> Regardless. Now, on to football stuff. Nobody cares about a dead murderer. Um, so, Dante Hightower signing. Huge. Bringing him back into the fold. He's the next in line. We said it. Tyler Trainer was the only one on board with him leaving the team. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Tyler
0: Trainer all year. Oh, he only plays like half the downs he used to.
1: It's clutch, uh, clutch, clutch. Yeah. So sick of it. The guy wears a green dot. You know? He wears the green dot. He's the next in line. He's the... Teddy Bruschi, Gerard Mayo, he's in the mold. He's Belichick's go-to defender. He's going to be the defender of the, uh, you know, he's going to be the 2010s version of the Teddy Bruschi, Gerard Mayo. He's the guy. Of course they weren't going to let him leave. He left more money on the table from Pittsburgh, came back home where they know they love him. I got into a fight with dumb Jamie Collins' friend on Twitter. His, I, This guy, he's all over Twitter. If you fucking say anything, he, I don't know if he's a Patriots fan or not. He, His name is like... Uh, Jets at your neck or something like that. Bricks, Jets at your neck. And he's from the Bricks. That's where he's from. Uh, That's his location is the Bricks. So we got into a little battle. It had to end because it was the day that the Malcolm uh, Butler um, rumor for Brandon Cook's trade came up. But it it came up where he was saying that uh, basically brothers don't like to play for Bill Belichick. That he's like a, a slave owner and he's like a fucking pusher and that's why Jamie Collins left. I was like, Jamie Collins left because he had a bad attitude and wasn't playing he wasn't listening. He was you got a bad nothing.
0: attitude and you don't listen. Exactly. Oop fucking oop.
1: Don't care about your fucking muscles. Um so anyway, so they sent him out of town and he was, I think this guy was just bitter. Jamie Collins is just bitter, and he's he's talking to his friend, who by the way is like I asked him for his connection. He's like, I know Jamie. I was like, okay, how do you know him? He's like, well, he's my third co- my third cousin's baby sister's mother. Okay, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Not, not Facebook not, friends <laughs> yet, but. They don't know each other. The request Basically, is pending. He was like, watch, Dante Hightower ain't going to sign, and Marty Bennett ain't going to sign. They all hate it there. They don't say it because that's for the media, but they all hate it. I was like, yes, then why does everyone come and enjoy themselves and talk to the media and nobody acts up if they hate it? Why do they stay? So, of course, it's been documented millions of times. People, players go and find Edelman. I mean, he's not black, but, I mean, Edelman, uh, Hightower. They go out and they find their free agency value, and then they come back. You know, they take less money most of the time to play for the Patriots and win championships. They think that it's not a big deal, you know, uh the bricks at your neck says it's not you know championships aren't the biggest thing it's the money for these guys which that's why Belichick sends you out of the way if you if it's not about winning football games then it it doesn't matter it's it's you're not part of his plans yeah. he'll win with fucking Shane McClellan he doesn't give a shit
0: the brick should be happy maybe I mean if he if he's as close to um, Collins as he says he is maybe we'll get some of that huge paycheck that um... yeah you
1: now he's gonna get fucking he's gonna be in Cleveland for the next fifteen years when. 22 games and, and and retire. No one's going to know who he is. He'll probably be, you know, a, a Pro Bowl linebacker doing nothing, not winning, and making a huge amount of money. I mean, he got one Super Bowl. If that's all he wanted, that's fine. Some people with championship pedigrees like Dante Hightower coming from Alabama that need to win, that know how to win, that have spent fucking 11 years under Saban and fucking Belichick law, understand what it takes to be a champion and play football. So um, that's why Dante Hightower is a Patriot, and that's why he is going to remain a Patriot and the leader of the defense for the next four years for less money than he's worth, I think.
0: Good things. Maybe we'll get some help on the way.
1: A, I mean, this team is really loading up to be stacked this year. It's a, it's a, it's banana land. I'm
0: stronger than the team that just won the Super Bowl.
1: Much stronger. They lost one, one part of their defense. Well, they lost... I think the major loss in their defense was their second corner. They lose Logan Ryan, immediately upgrade it with Stephon Gilmore, right? So they go completely backwards, Belichick move. Um, Belichick likes to sit out the first few days of free agency, pick off the fucking trash heaps, find a diamond in the rough, you know, and, and maybe he hits on one. He does it. Dion Lewis, little guys that don't make a lot of money. Dion Lewis – uh, you know, Danny Amendola, he got a decent deal, but he's, you know, they Jabal Sheared guys that don't get big free agent contracts. They come in here and they perform like crazy and, you know, either they leave and get bigger contracts or they stay, um, a la Allen Branch, things like that. So they come, they go out, go completely against the mold, sign Stefan Gilmore to the biggest, I think the biggest cornerback contract of the off season. It is. It is. Fucking huge, so they which
0: probably caused a lot of this whole uh, Malcolm Butler mess. Well, of
1: course, the minute the minute it happens, I'm saying Belichick doesn't make this move unless something's happening. So I'm immediately thinking, I think it was the same day that that uh, the Cooks Butler thing came up. I was like, this has got to be Malcolm Butler. It's no, there's no way that they're gonna put Stephon Gilmore, give Stephon Gilmore number one corner money, and let you know, just Logan Ryan leave. I mean he's gonna obviously somebody's leaving. Uh so I figured Malcolm Butler was on his way out the door. That didn't happen yet. Um it's very weird because Belichick usually gives out free agent contracts to guys that really perform well against the Patriots and Stefan Gilmore never really did. Yeah. For he, whatever reason. I, I mean think. a lot of
0: hype around him and um a lot of talent, but he's he's I mean he's in Buffalo um, kind of blending in, not talked about much. Like people don't know a lot about him. No,
1: he's a he's a the b- rest of the
0: country doesn't know his name. So
1: he's a bump and run corner. He's like a a young Durell Revis type. Not he's taller, longer. He's he's actually more. I want to say more Richard Sherman type. You know, long, tall. Um, makes a lot of interceptions, a lot of plays on the ball. Uh, I mean, he's gonna be. He's gonna fight. I mean, he's gonna be. He's gonna be the number two corner here. If um well they really have two number one corners now. I mean, if Butler stays, they have two solid number one corners, probably the best secondary they've ever had. Um since Which is the fun. days of you know, early Ty Law, um lawyer Malloy, like two thousand one secondary, or Ty Law, Rodney Harrison Asante Samuel. I mean, this is this is better this is already shaped up better than the Revis Browner, I think. Because I, uh, I mean, Revis was ridiculous that year, but Butler isn't far behind. Stefan Gilmore is a world ahead of, of Brandon Browner.
0: Yeah, Browner was uh, he had big games, yeah, and then but there was always it always seemed a little off balance. It seems like there's a really good balance with yeah. like here where they could interchange one and two exactly. It, so they, Butler can shut down
1: uh, number two corner. So what they used to do was they, I mean, number two wide receiver. So they'd and instead of unless it was like against Antonio Brown, usually they'd put like Butler on the number two receiver, have him lock him down. Unless it was a weird game plan, like the Odell Beckham game plan where uh, Butler's on him the whole game. But usually they'll have Butler on the number two guy and then the number two corner uh, with safety help or something on the number one receiver. So like they did that in the Super Bowl, Julio Jones, right? Um, so instead of, Logan Ryan they had Eric Rowe in there who also is part of this team in a good long corner Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they mix and match them but it's just weird how they did this Um, you know they usually they go for the compensatory pick formula and go out and you know lose they would rather lose Logan Ryan and get like a third round or a fourth round pick next year rather than sitting here and waiting you know and picking up these big big money guys because in my mind, Butler deserves number one corner money. Patriots have the ability to give him number one corner money. Um, just hasn't happened yet. It's just very weird that they would go out and give. Well, because I, it doesn't have to happen yet. I mean. It's just, it, does, you're a, it doesn't. It just, the, it,
0: and, um, yeah, I mean, they've talked about it. It's Butler's, it's Butler's fault. I mean, he fucked up it's in Butler's college. agent's it's, fault. I think. Well, not that, but just like. When he came to the league, Actually, I shouldn't say his fault, but he's a year behind because of. Um,
1: How he? Because he's undrafted. Yeah,
0: undrafted. So, which he, I mean, that was out of Juco and stuff, and that was on him.
1: Oh, language, please. <laughs> um, so, after that, they bring in the crazy Malcolm Butler for Brandon Cooks, or supposed to be the Malcolm Butler for Brandon Cooks trade. Now it's only Brandon Cooks for a number one pick which is ridiculous now that they they had a elite offense last year lost Gronkowski Gronkowski's back now now they add Brandon Cooks to the mix keep Amendola so basically they traded they traded Michael Floyd for Brandon Cooks who let's face it Michael Floyd played one great game got a Super Bowl ring god bless him uh, and I think he's in jail right now in Arizona. Doing yeah,
0: a, a short bid.
1: Doing a quick he, bid. Tossing the Let's salad. Hope he doesn't pull Hernandez. He's got the jelly and the syrup. <laughs> up. Yeah.
0: I'm a jelly guy.
1: <laughs> if you, could, you know, most gays like that, right? Like they suck the ass off. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, oh, this was a shocking trade. Uh, so everyone's saying it's the Saints are trying to improve their defense. So they're willing to get rid of their best offensive player with two years left on his deal. So. The Patriots have, if they pick up the fifth year option next year, have an elite wide receiver with four-three speed who can play inside, outside, has ridiculous production, and they only have to pay him $10 million for two years. He's eventually going to be the Edelman replacement because Edelman's 31 this year. They got rid of Welker, I think, after his age 30 season.
0: Yeah, and he gets
1: cracked. He gets banged up. I think he's a little bit... Shiftier than Welker and doesn't take as many big head hits. I mean, Wes Welker's walking. Let's face it, <laughs> he's, walk, he's walking around with a Marvin the Martian helmet on We're nowadays. The, he's the a fucking big mess. ass helmet. He's going to be a mess for a like while. Like space balls. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: unbelievable.
1: He had that fucking marshmallow hat he was wearing. He like, protected himself with the crown of his head. It was just like. Un- they, he was. He's a football player, football yeah. guy. Football guy. Yeah. Edelman, is. he likes to keep his face pretty. Uh, yeah. Him, so. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna keep Amendola another year for his clutch performance. You got Edelman one more year, who needs he should get a, an extension. He has got a couple more years left. Um, and now you got Brandon Cooks waiting in the wings, ready to take over. I mean, he's gonna be the number one receiver on this team. They they go out, they fucking grab him, and everyone thinks it's gonna be a Malcolm Butler draft day trade. I don't think it's happening anymore. It's, I don't think it is either. I of, think it was.
0: I don't know if it was ever happening. It was really. a lot of
1: speculation. They say that he has a deal with New Orleans for like five years, sixty million or something. And uh, the only thing that would happen is the Patriots would have to get a uh, you know value back, which I think the Patriots want eleven, the pick eleven minimum, right? They don't want just yeah, their, their that, pick back. I think that's a hard line. Yeah, they so they wanted at least eleven or probably thirty two and more. So he was worth the, – the Saints weren't willing to give up a first-round pick for him in the first place. The, uh, his, his fucking ambulance chaser agent, who hasn't never represented a football player before, is just some fucking Alabama backwards hick lawyer that I don't know how he, became, he duped um, Malcolm Butler into becoming his agent because I have no idea who this guy is, but he, he doesn't understand the business of How'd the How'd you NFL. pass the bar? How did you pass the bar in Alabama? Fucking chased uh, chased an ambulance and got this woman a deal ten k for getting hit in her Volvo. Unbelievable. Um, so anyway, he gets fucking cocky. So restricted free agents, they don't have any 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 juice in this league. They can go out and negotiate a deal, but you have to give up what what they're worth, right? It has to be a first round pick because uh, that's the tender he was given. Yeah.
0: And so, not only are they, I, I mean, so the Patriots had all the cards, all the leverage. With Butler But I mean it was almost like The the, the Saints didn't realize I, I I feel like the Saints didn't realize Like they're fucking with Bill Belichick Who has all the power and leverage in this
1: deal And yeah, they were making a big deal out of like The fact that um, but, I mean Butler Peyton and, and Belichick were good friends The Saints and Patriots what? are like friends So like they're gonna do like a A handshake deal on Brandon Cooks Where I give you the 32nd pick for Brandon cooks and a fourth round pick. And then you, you know, later on, I'll trade you Malcolm Butler when he signs his tender. But
0: I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if that conversation took place while Peyton was fucking like Couple, two, uh, two, two, bo- two bottles deep in Jameson. Cause he's a fucking lush. I- and I don't, I don't, But yeah. Belichick's not – oh, yeah. He's going to be friends with anybody?
1: He's friends with them, but it doesn't mean he's just going to fucking hand you his best corner – his best cornerback in years just because uh, – you know, he, I think Belichick had this idea that he's going to build a secondary. He's got all this cap room. He's never had this much cap room before. He's going to fucking build a fucking bully. And uh, you know, it looks like they want to go fucking sixteen zero again. They got a hard yeah. schedule this year. really hard. I, I
0: would. The, the we'll get to makers, that at some point. I think yeah, the schedule but, makers really fucked them. In the oh, end, but, dude. Uh, um, that's to be expected. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this off season has been probably my f- one of my favorites. Uh, just watching because everything's like, oh well, this isn't this is not patriot like or whatever, and it's exactly what Bill Belichick like because you never know what the fuck he's doing. He's Unpredictable. He's basically like kind of moving away from the draft. and He just
1: he gave up. He's like, I'm fucking not drafting yeah. this year. He's like, fuck this. I'm just going to pick off the rest of these he's, idiot teams. Exactly. He's fucking he's, losers. He's I'm trading ta- known commodities for guys that are unknown. He, yeah. Brandon Cooks, certified stud. Dwayne Allen, certified stud. Fucking Stephon Gilmore, stud. Instead of fucking drafting guys, when you've got the cap room and you know how to manage the cap correctly, this is the way you're going to do it. And I find myself
0: thinking, I'm like, God damn, this team is starting to look good, and then I re- remember that uh, we didn't even have Gronkowski. Like, I I don't even consider us having Gronkowski at all last year. Yeah, I no. mean, he sat out the he, whole season. He checked to in me. when he did play. He was half assing it. It was like a rec league game. He would play a few downs. Then he checked in for. What, one full game got popped and then kind of came back and then left the Jets
1: game. Yeah.
0: And then we never saw him again.
1: Exactly. And Marty Bennett so admirably sat in and fucking bullied his way through a million injuries. I fucking, I will respect Marty Bennett. Anytime
0: that guy ever comes back, he gets cheers. And if anybody doesn't cheer
1: him, I'm going to... How many times did he go down with like an ankle? Somebody rolled up on his ankle. Some four hundred pound guy rolled up he, on his ankle. He was fucked up all year, and he
0: blocked and he just fucking bullied, bullied people. Yeah.
1: Should have caught the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. but he got pass interference. I mean, he had a big, he had, he had a big year, and he's gonna be elite. He's gonna eat in Green Bay. I guarantee he's gonna eat in Green Bay. Yeah, I
0: hope he does. I love fucking love the guy. Love, love Marty him. B.
1: Not only for his work. On the field, but his work off the field as well. I have a Marty Bennett pillow. Great imagination,
0: house. the guy. Imagination
1: has. Agency. No, um, but isn't that, Oh yeah, that's
0: one of our sponsors this year.
1: Imagination yeah, Agency. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So check out uh, imaginationagency something like that. I thought it was an org, but yeah, he's doing org. great work over there. And then um, yeah, order a pillow.
1: Get a pillow. Get a get his book. Hey AJ, it's Saturday. And if you're in the Green Bay area, he's giving away a lot of tickets this year. He's a good guy. Follow Marty Bennett. Uh, the Marty source rack, the black unicorn. Uh, so anyway, back to Butler. So now you've got Butler. You're paying him 3.9 million this year, uh, which is well below his value. But this is exactly that's what he's worth. So you could still extend him. So, I mean, Malcolm Butler's got two options here. He can go the Logan Ryan route where you could play your ass off your full contract Go get huge payday next year. What did Logan Ryan get? Ten million a year this season uh, from the Titans. He's going to get ten million, or you could uh, stay, get a little bit less value like they offered him last year. Maybe get he could probably get ten million now and extend yourself into the um, the future with the New England Patriots. I don't think he'll do that since Stephon Gilmore got like whatever he got fourteen million a year or something crazy. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Which I don't know what Belichick sees in him to give him fourteen million over his own guy, but I mean that's a whole other thing. It has I, it's not, very it, weird to it, me. No, that it they, has
0: nothing to do with that. It it's because one was a free agent, one was a restricted free agent.
1: No, I understand, but I, I, I the thing is, I don't get. I don't know. He's never done that. He's never brought in a guy. He has like once or twice, right? He brought in Adelius Thomas, but you don't. He's he doesn't really bring in free agents and And pay them more than the guys on his team that are like, you know, at that level. So like, yeah, but
0: he's not fucking with the draft this year. So he has to he's acting a little differently, but at the same time, it's not like the last time they did a guy a favor and renego and like extended guaranteed money early. A lot of people got murdered. Yeah. So, I too. mean, like, he's, <laughs> no. I think ever since then, they're cracking down on that. They're like, oh, well, when you're a free agent, not a restricted free agent, then we'll talk. But until then,
1: we'll keep our fucking uh, hands and bullets to ourselves. Um, so anyway, he's yeah. He's, so he signed his tender. So the last thing, if you get past the draft and Butler doesn't get traded, it's over. Basically, he's going to be a New England Patriot 2017. I think he is going to be anyway. No one's gonna Annie up and say fucking here when, especially the Saints have three first-round draft picks. They could take a multitude of guys that will be cheaper and might turn out to be better than Butler or at least as good. Yeah, you can work. You can put them all on cornerback if they want.
0: And I really don't think this is gonna affect Butler too much. I mean, I think he's. He, I think it's mostly his agent. And yeah. he remembers that he was fucking serving fast food and like he said that like the other day. He's like, I trust me.
1: I know. I'm lucky, I'm happy, he's I just want to play football. He's getting $4 million dollars this year. I just, want to, not, I, yeah, I just want to play football. And he loves being a New England Patriot. Everyone in New England loves him forever. So he won a Super Bowl for the team. It's not like, um, you know, he's some fucking bum that nobody, every, people are going to forget when he leaves. Um, but, yeah, I think... There was word that he was getting ready to fucking get rid of his agent. I don't know if that's true, but it would probably serve him well. I think I tweeted at Drew Rosenhaus to give him a call because this fucking is nonsense. I I think he fucking worked his way into a corner and, uh, you know, Belichick fucking was cracking the whip. He was like, this isn't fucking going down. This is my way or the highway. You're staying a Patriot or we're getting fucking big uh, compensation for him. Either way, this is going to be a ridiculous secondary this year. So I'm excited to see how that forms. Um, and so again, staying with the theme of uh restricted free agent, they steal from the Buffalo bills yet again, take Mike Gillisley with a, um, two year, whatever, $6 million deal, which is basically an end to the Legarrett Blunt era. I think Legarrett overplayed his hand a little bit here. I don't know how much money he was looking for, but obviously Belichick didn't see it Eye to eye, even though I know that he loves LeGarrett Blunt. Um, and I would like to see LeGarrett do well somewhere, but I just don't. Th- I think that he was wanted too much money. He's 30 years old. Yeah. Coming he's not. On- it's gonna, I think anywhere he goes, it's going to be
0: another Pittsburgh situation.
1: Yeah. It's I don't know, something about New England that he loves, but you, there's no space for him anymore. I mean, with Gilsley coming over now, they signed Rex Burkhead. They've got like four passing backs, the one lead back, Gillisley. Now. i mean
0: and then that's madness after the season he had
1: uh, 18 I mean, touchdowns unbelievable, he, had this year. unbelievable. He, he broke the patriot record rushing record for touchdowns he didn't have a great playoff fumbled sh- in the super bowl some shifty moves that i've never seen yeah out of he was before. this was his best season by far in the nfl yeah as as far as agility scoring everything it's a matter of time before like
0: NFL comes calling though Because that guy was Juicing last year Something was yeah. Something was, was ridiculous with Yeah him. He was
1: like He was like fucking Just a second quicker To everything He was hitting the line He looked
0: like a fucking Greyhound all he's of a sudden He's
1: fucking jumping the, the secondary Of the Miami Dolphins Who was that Byron Maxwell He just fucking leaped him And I was like This guy was a battering ram For five years Now he's jumping guys Yeah
0: I don't actually. I don't. Oh, love, I don't. Yeah, Sean McCoy. I, t- I I feel bad. I feel like I should take that back because I know uh, <laughs> yeah, LG's LG's probably a listener. So he's a um, big listener. I mean, he whatever he was doing. I'm sure it was above On board. Uh, above board, but he found a good substance to uh, I think lean out just a little bit. And, get a little uh, bit more. Little to keep the power. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The only thing that killed the only bad moment of his, his season last year was the fumble in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But oh. that's the only bad moment. <laughs> that, was, that that. That
0: around that time was about the darkest, darkest time we ever shared in the same
1: room. Uh, I mean, the you were not good. The darkest time that. We, yeah.
0: yeah, I, I, I want to get back
1: into that, but uh, but I mean Belichick. This is this is classic Belichick, right? Stealing for for seventeen years, he's preached just hammering your division, winning your division, and he does it from the coaching perspective too, right? He steals undervalued players. Uh, he did Wes Welker. Chris Hogan, now he's doing it again with Mike Gillislee. takes players that are undervalued, maybe in a coaching change, just like they're doing in Buffalo, might not value Mike Gillislee as much. They're already paying LaShawn McCoy a zillion dollars. Um, They're in cap trouble as it is. So Belichick swoops in, takes a guy that's led the league the last two years in yards per attempt, right, over five yards or rush the last two years, fucking explosively fast and Powerful, and this guy actually kills the Patriots. Yeah, Killed. And, and now
0: is in, instead of having whatever parking cone they have handing off to him, they have the biggest threat to ever play the quarterback position handing off to him. So he's going to leave. I mean, he's
1: he's going to be going up against six-man yeah. six boxes. where uh, in, in Buffalo, it was always eight-man box because that was nothing but a running team. I gotta tell you I'm getting all boned up over here. <laughs> I mean this is jack. gonna be an awesome fucking, I, bro, I, <laughs> solid. I have
0: I'm feeling really good right now. I just got a nice little bump there. Nice a little, little
1: energy bump. A little fucking late adrenaline at night. rush right yeah. here in a fucking April twenty six. Coming back. Coming back. Pre draft energy bump.
0: I um, just not I didn't give a shit about the Bruins. So I was just like, eh, I watched it. I was like, eh, that sucks. But I and just, they didn't
1: have it this year. The magic yeah. is in Foxborough, baby. Yeah. Um uh, which reminds me about, um, actually, let me get to this last point and then I'll bring it up. But the Patriots now they're pe- they're playing three running backs. They're paying three running backs three million dollars a year. They never ever have that amount of money in a running back position. They extend James White, right? Give him three million a year. They signed this Rex Burkhead one year three million. Now they got Lee two years three million a year, and then they got Dion Lewis, who's now. Fucking one year ago today, we're saying Deion Lewis is the fucking legend. He comes back, this whole team can't be beaten. They've never lost. Have, they've never lost when Deion Lewis was in the lineup ever. They that's a that's a that's a weird stat. But they've never <laughs> lost with Deion yeah. Lewis on the in the lineup. Um, they lost two games last year. He was on pup. Um, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So they've never lost with Deion Lewis playing. So they got him, and now he's on the fucking roster bubble because you're working with fucking. Rex Burkhead, who's going to be a lock because he's a four down running back. He's going to be all. He's he's an elite special teamer, as well as a, a Danny Woodhead type. Mike Gillisley, you just gave a two year deal to. Stuck. He's going to be on the team. Uh, James White, lock. You just gave him a new deal. He's going to be your passing down bag. And then you got Deion Lewis, Brandon Bolden, and um, DJ Foster, who is. DJ Foster is a Deion Lewis type. So I think it's either between. Brandon Bolden got a new deal this year too. He's it's going to be Bolden versus Burkhead, and it's going to be DJ Foster versus Deion Lewis for those spots.
0: Lewis is a tra- I think Lewis is like a training camp guy. I think he Im- like impresses. Like, yeah, he did. I he mean, he does really well. Like early,
1: he I mean, won just in job practice basically yeah. two years ago yeah. in training camp and came out. Nobody knew that he was going to even make the team, and he was the starting running back. Yeah. I mean, coming out of camp, so you never know what's going to happen. And but- I
0: know Billichick. Uh, has like a level of
1: trust with him. So, I mean, he's definitely got the, I got think the advantage. What yeah. we're seeing though is a whole new offensive scheme where they're going from tight end centric. Uh, and creating mix- mismatches with their tight ends to now creating mismatches with multiple running backs. Yeah,
0: I think I think he might be getting a little tired of like the big dumb idiot like getting getting hurt down and all fucking... the time and taking big hits. He's like, yeah. this just isn't
1: like. A... I think they're gonna go like weird, like three running back sets. Like they're gonna have three, at least three, possibly four. You never know if they can they could put four running backs in the same game that have legit. Pass catching ability and running out of the backfield ability yeah. On the same On the same formation Yeah, You're gonna have fucking You could put Deion Lewis, James White And um, Rex Burkhead out there on the field At the same time I mean you could really set this up to be a, a Ridiculous mismatch Put those three guys out there with Brandon Cooks and Edelman And Gronk And who's gonna stop anybody There's no stopping anyone
0: What it I think what it is too is just Bill continuing Continuing to Put the rest of the NFL and the coaches' in the minds interview. in a blender. I mean, it's just they're at their coaching meeting taking pictures. They're like, "Where's Bill? Oh, he's uh, fuck. In, he's fucking changing up everything. He's in I fucking, don't know what he's doing anymore." And he's at Vanderbilt scouting this like next
1: stud, probably that nobody's ever heard of. It's he did it with the fucking he did it with the um the five wide receivers, which some teams still are stuck on. He and he basically him and McDaniel's brought that when Randy Moss came here. He he fucking basically started it. And then when Hernandez and Gronk come, he starts the fucking tight end thing. And now teams are trying to do that and and get multiple great tight ends that can run and catch. And that's what everyone's looking for in the drafts. So and Belichick's sick of that. Now he's going to go fucking four pass-catching running backs. He doesn't give a shit. He's going to change everything, flip the game on his ass. It's going to be a flag football game out there with these guys. If you you can even – it's almost impossible to touch Dion Lewis uh, Rex Burkhead looks the same. I've watched a lot of his high school tape. Nice, uh, nice. And I always you know get, how to bre-
0: you know how to break down film.
1: I get hyped when I watch Rex Burkhead and <laughs> in, uh, in his high school tape. Um, I, similar to how I got hyped at Wes Welker's high school tape. He had some of the best high school tape there ever was.
0: You're you're well. You're known for getting hype on high school tape, I do, dude. High and school just tape. and just YouTube in general.
1: Um, uh, I'm a big YouTube scout. Yeah, let him true. free. Let him free. All last year,
0: our boy. That never got. Oh, Barkevius Mingo. Barkevius Mingo. Poor Barkevius Ice Mingo.
1: Now he's got to go to. He's going to go be a Indianapolis Colt with Jabal Sheard. I feel bad for him. Although the Colts could be turning up a new. They've got a new guy. They're making trades with the Patriots, giving us Dwayne Allen for nothing. Um, just a freebie. The Colts. I think they just. They're a beaten team. Uh, on on the today, the day that ESPN lays off all their employees for their Deflate Gate. Um, I like to see it as penance for their Deflate Gate. Um, help they're um you know the the cults have already been defeated. the ravens have al- already been defeated now the cults are like they're they're trying to basically pay to uh pay up to the lords the same way that the mexicans would um or the what were they called the Incas or fucking Aztecs would lop heads off on the on the pyramid and let it roll down the hill and sacrifice yeah they're sacrificing so now they 're sacrificing Dwayne Allen to give it up to the patriots gods to let them let them get out of deflate gate hell. Uh, Dwayne is, Allen's
0: going to be awesome. So he's, I'm very he's, excited about he's
1: him. He's a Martellus Bennett light. He's not going to be as dominant, and he's definitely not as tough. His Twitter is not going to be as interesting. No, he definitely doesn't have his – we're not going to get any good good uh, stuff out of him. He's not n- nearly black unicorn levels, but, um, you know, it's, it's nice. I mean, he, he's going to be, you know, a Marty Bennett type. He's going to block. He was a great inline blocker. He can catch. He can run. He was better before he blew out his knee, but – it's going to be um it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I mean, you got that's a legit two tight ends. You got the legit fucking four running backs. You have a stacked wide receiver core. As long as, uh, you know, this team stays healthy again, I mean, who's going to stop them really?
0: And the thing is, like you know the injuries are going to come, but
1: it's, it's starting to feel like we just have like depth that we didn't have before. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited about Dwayne Allen because of how cheap they got him. The Colts already paid him out all like the big money that he was owed. They have him like I forget it's like two more years for like eight million total. Where Marty Bennett I think got eight million a year, which I still think Marty Bennett should have got a longer look in New England for what the work he did. I loved him. Oh, I think it was perfect because it would have ended bad. Yeah, I think Belichick, Marty Bennett. Was mentioned by the bricks at your neck. I mean, he was he was sp- specifically called out as a guy that hated being in New England. Uh, I that I don't believe that, it. I know for a fact now that the uh,
0: bricks, bricks does
1: does not know Jamie Collins. No, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's talking out of his ass, but he's always on Twitter hyping up himself. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a
0: mutual understanding. I'm here to work my ass off for you and get a ring. Get a ring. So it from- looked
1: like he loved it. He got paid his fucking contract. It wasn't like he got... Uh, they, they didn't cut his pay. Um, so they brought him in. Had, you know, we had a great year. And I'm sure they talked about getting a new deal. But once Dwayne Allen came in, it was over. I yeah. mean, uh, and now he's in Green Bay fucking making a lot of money. And he's going to be a stud.
0: Yeah. And um, they,
1: they, they'll, they'll be better. I mean, last year, no team has gotten fucked
0: with injuries more than Green Bay. They'll come back better. Jordy Nelson will, will get hurt again. Yeah. Uh, but... They'll be better than they were last year. They'll have a they'll make a run.
1: They'll make a good run. They'll be run. good in the NFC. They will be good in the NFC and and we'll see who who comes out of that NFC because uh the Patriots I think are only playing a, a two game season next year. AFC Championship and Super Bowl baby. That's the only thing in my eyes. Knock on wood, but um I mean, it's going to be Pittsburgh and Patriots all the way there and maybe the Chiefs have a chance. The thing is, I'm think. happy
0: um I, I think I, cocky I, I do think that Big Ben
1: is at the end of the rope. He's fucking giving up. He's like, I might just retire. He he's is coming a- back because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pile. Yeah, he's Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he's just due for you know
0: he's gonna take a bad hit, miss a few games, come back too early. I mean,
1: get hurt, and he's not he's not the same anymore. He's got Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant's coming back. Um, you know, he's got his tight ends he's, he's okay, he's got a good team Le'Veon Bell's a stud um, It's just, I just their defense is not good It's just not good enough to get the job done Especially against this new New England offense um, So one thing I wanted to get into uh, Before we talk draft and dumb Boston Globe Was Danny Amendola And how good is that fucking contract looking um, So the Welker for Danny swap uh, five years ago Everyone hated it Everyone was like, no, Wes is the key. Uh, how good does it look now? I mean, maybe one of the top five most clutch postseason players in Patriots history, Danny Amendola. I'm going to go out on a, on a fucking limb. He is
0: a—he's he's, going to make a clutch catch when it matters. I mean— He's
1: a player that comes to play in the postseason. He may be not putting up the numbers in the, in the regular season that everyone expected— um, without Edelman blowing up the way he did, I don't think that, uh, the, I don't, I mean the Amendola, uh, his contract would hold up and look great or it would look good at all. It would probably look shitty. Um, but with Edelman producing the way he does, Amendola is an absolute stud. I mean, he, nobody has better, um, post-season numbers than him. He comes out absolutely performs, scored a touchdown in both Super Bowls, the two-point conversion that tied it this year. An outrageous overtime. He was making plays all over the field. Um, so he originally got a five-year, twenty-eight million-dollar contract. He's basically taken—he's taken pay cuts, just straight pay cuts, not extensions. Yeah. They, for the last three years, it turned out it's now a five-year, seventeen million-dollar deal with basically three and a half million dollars per year. Well, that's like
0: Belichick. Being a genius, too, because the market
1: was not going to give him anything.
0: I mean, yeah. he couldn't, he could go out and talk to the team. Somebody's going to pay Damien. he's like, for, he's our fifth receiver.
1: At, if that, at this yeah, point, he's probably the sixth, sixth receiver yeah. at this point. And I'd say, I, during the regular season play, he might Hogan's be, above him. You're going to see a lot of I think you're going to see a lot of Danny and Amendola inactives this year. Yeah, I
0: think he's going to, yeah, he's going to be wearing shorts on the sidelines, which is awesome, and then he'll come in the playoffs and be a stud. And that's where it goes into that depth that I just feel like we have that we didn't. It's just like we're going to have we're going to have an Hogan or Amendola like think about hanging the, out in the ball,
1: press box like for like 5 games. You definitely going to have uh, Amendola, you have to. I mean, think about it. you got Malcolm Mitchell, Chris Hogan, Brandon Cooks, Edelman, that's what four. Who am I missing? There's another one: Malcolm Mitchell, Hogan Mitchell, which um, Mitchell Hogan, Cooks, Edelman, and there's another one. Well, and then Amendola. So he's fifth receiver, right?
0: Why do I think there's one? This on is there? definitely is just, another one. I'm just completely uh-huh.
1: blanking out. But either way, he may he's the fifth receiver, so he's not going to see the field much. Um, so. I mean, it's exciting because he's a fucking certified stud. Dates Miss Universe, perfect for a patriot. Um, Probably
0: fools around with uh, jewels, like on their off days or so. I feel like that, they they have a real strong connection. I don't know Jules why. The bros. Yeah, yeah, people could be talking about. Um, I mean, you know, this is. Hernandez gets spotted for being gay because of the prison thing, but those yeah. are the, you know, they're butt buddies. They're tight. They keep it tight. They get their nice, they wear their
1: jean shorts together. They're I'm not awesome. saying
0: they're, they're not going to like the jelly or the syrup yet, but they slap ass every once in they're a while. they bros. I mean, bros do bro stuff. They, I, really, I really think that, like, yeah, just stay here. Jules and him are like, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take pay cuts. We're just, we're
1: having a great time I mean, skateboarding in Boston. I mean, Amadole's family's from Boston, and he fucking. Grew up uh, as both of his parents are Patriots fans. He's a Patriot fan. He's going to be a Patriot. Yeah. Fucking Edelman's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. They love Brady. They love fucking Gronk. They're all bros. Yeah. And
0: Hogan's the same way. It's like uh,
1: they're all like hanging out. They've like, Hogan, Hogan, a, Hogan's like,
0: I, ma- I, I made a logo too. Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm <laughs> just, they've, all,
1: they've created a white boy wide receiver fraternity. Yeah. Which is crea- It's just a, a bond that can't be broken right now. It went to Welker, to Edelman, and Amendola, and fucking Hogan now. And um, it's great. It's the gift that keeps giving. Really, yeah.
0: that was funny when I saw that Hogan logo. I was like, somewhere we got to draw the line Come on. here. No, Hogan <laughs> doesn't get a logo. No, he does not. We'll give not. Brady
1: a logo. Uh, Gronk, I think, has a spiking logo. Edelman's thought, got his logo. I
0: honestly thought, like, when Edelman started getting his own hats, and I saw one at school, like, school the other day, I was like, even Edelman having his own apparel is a
1: stretch. Yeah, but he makes it himself. It's not like somebody's sponsoring him to give him a no, like logo. New
0: Balance, like he's real big in New Balance. I mean, he's he's a star.
1: Edelman is now, yeah.
0: But Hogan, I'm like uh, Hogan you're a Hogan, you no. don't get a logo. No, he just <laughs> get.
1: You can make your own logo and like sketch it in your sketchbook. Yeah. Like this is my logo, but you're not a logo guy. That's like
0: me <laughs> signing like a check with like a a See, weird V VJ. with a J and like turning into like Put some kind of symbol
1: wearing my own hat. Like yeah, Hogan, no, do
0: not show up to the locker room wearing your hat. You're going to get roasted.
1: Yeah, there's so many guys on that team that deserve a logo before anyone. Like the Malcolm Go logo. Let's face it. Yeah. That's a great logo for Malcolm Butler
0: to have on. I was hat. worried about our podcast name. That was the, the, really the biggest my yeah, biggest worry. It's
1: still keepable. It's not like it, it it goes on forever. It's a play that it's a Patriots lore play. I wouldn't I wouldn't drop the name cuz it yeah. wasn't even Butler that said it. It was it was uh um, yeah yeah the coach that said it so it was like you know it's it's a patriot play it's 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 in Patriot history forever it's a Malcolm go podcast yeah I was still rattling in
0: my head I was like dude we, what could we make a a, a new podcast one? change I wouldn't change like, the name it this would, is our brand yeah and I, I mean, got a logo our I spo- a- our sponsors probably wouldn't be happy
1: I paid a guy to imagination, make our we'd have logo.
0: to we'd have to run it by imagination imagination agency, Kane's donuts there's so many guys um
1: so I wanted to talk a little bit about this The hit piece. Did you see the hit piece the other day? The Boston Globe? Uh, so the newspaper. B- new, yes, the newspaper we're, that we've heard. We will not say that.
0: <laughs> I no longer say that uh, the, name, the, the title of that newspaper because that's what they want us to do. They want clicks.
1: So they're a newspaper here in Boston owned by the Red Sox owner, John Henry, which is, I'm going to say right now, so they put out a hit piece basically on Tom Brady. Uh, where It's not really, they're saying it's not, but it basically is. It's saying that, Uh, he takes money from... It basically alluded to a point that he takes money from the Best Buddies and puts it into his own uh, personal charities, which apparently is par for the course for uh, anybody that brings in a ton of money for a charity. So he'll get... So Best Buddies is, you know, for... uh, disabled children i think down syndrome mostly but i think it's mostly for that and uh he's he's the you know the endorsement guy they they, they bring him in he does all these flag football games and bike races and stuff he raised 50 million dollars from him in one year so they pay him three and a half million right so best buddy gives him three and a half million dollars to do as he pleases he puts it into his own foundation at which gives it to uh schools And um, other basically like other football players' foundations. So he takes three and a half million, gives it to other charities. He doesn't put it back into Best Buddies or not take anything. So they were trying to make it a big deal that he takes money from a charity. But it's apparently par for the court. If you bring in 50 million and they give you three and a half million back, you can do whatever you want with it. If he kept it, I could say, like, okay, he makes a shitload of money, but why should he keep $3 million from a charity that he supports? Yeah, but it cost, he gives it to other charities. It
0: costs a lot of money to grow charities, too. Yeah. Like, they need funding, and that's just how it works. It's, it's not like he's he's taking it and that, gambling it that, away. That, that, that's, what,
1: that's what's paying for his uh, Italian villa. Yeah. I no, mean, him and his wife make a shitload of money. He doesn't have to take anything. He They give him money, and he puts it into other football players' charities and into his own charity. It's not the human fund from yeah, fucking Seinfeld. but he, They're real things. The Schools and fucking uh, cancer patients. Uh, good things. Yeah, exactly. They're all used to help people. Yeah,
0: but the, the way this newspaper, local newspaper, dying piece of shit newspaper writes it. Failing, failing. Failing. They say not other charities they say his own personal no. interests things that he's interested yeah, in not not charitable not cha- fund or whatever but mean. like his interests what he's interested in yeah which and is then
1: schools which i guess was to some of his kids schools right so his kids schools and other schools but there was also uh, like the Joe Andruzi fund which is cancer a cancer fund yeah they don't care about uh, that though. Matt light fund which was i don't know what his thing is but they, they do not care
0: about that they fo- they wanted to focus on his
1: kids school yeah because of it. Yeah. like his kids do not go to um... yeah they don't go to fucking east boston yeah. high <laughs> right they <Yeah>. go <laughs> right, they go to some fancy school but either way he can i mean the, he donates to, to to help people he doesn't keep it himself and the whole point of this is they're owned by the red Sox, who have become so far number two in this city over the past 20 years that they're willing to do anything to take down the Patriots. Uh their fucking writers are hacks that go at the Patriots constantly, um, especially Tom Brady. If anybody should be fucking lauding uh, a team that's bringing up the state, the society. I mean, the Patriots doing well is good for everybody. Yeah. It's it helps everything, and they the try economy. to play.
0: They try to play both sides of the sword because they have the patriots walk out like with the super bowl i mean they have no choice they're like they have to do that now people expect to see tom brady walking out they expected him to have a number six shirt on but, yeah uh other than that they they need the patriots they need the
1: patriots the, Patri- the red sox are so far number two in this town. Tom Brady's the biggest star, the biggest sports star this town's ever seen. So the Red Sox had a huge star, David Ortiz, right, for the last 15 years. But Brady even eclipses him by a lot, I think. Um, Football's just a bigger sport now. Baseball was a huge sport for the fucking first half, you know, probably first 80% of the uh, 20th century. And now football's just so far ahead. Then it was the Celtics... kind of turned into a basketball town because they won the every 80s. year yeah, yeah. The, when the teams weren't winning it was you know Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins. Everyone, they loved every yeah. team. Patriots the, were just shitty. And there was
0: even a time where, like, a lot of people said, like, the
1: Bruins. Like, when the Bruins are going, like, that's the biggest. You know, Bruins now are, like, a big it, city it, team. Like, if you're, like, in the North End or East yeah. Boston, South Boston, the, Bruins are a huge thing there. I don't Celtics. Get, yeah,
0: but at this point, I don't give a shit if you're on the moon. Yeah. This is a Patriots. It's Patriots, and then, like, 100 miles down the road, it's the, the rest that's of these three little, exactly. basically, JV teams at this point. Like, you it's a Patriot. It's yeah. a Patriot. Talent. This is
1: but this there's they're bigger than any team. And not to just, just they've built it into a ridiculous dynasty. Five Super Bowls in fifteen years or sixteen years, which uh the record is what six in the history of the NFL? Six. So the Steelers I think have six, or maybe they, yeah, they have six, right? So the Patriots are one away from tying it with two guys. With with they're tying it with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, and you know, the ownership. So They've basically run the fucking rest of the teams behind them. John Henry's jealous, even though he's won three super uh, three World Series titles. It's just not the same. It's not as exciting a sport. It's not as exciting uh, a team, and they don't win as consistently. They're not yeah. as good consistently. They've been in last place a couple times. They've been in, you know, they've missed the playoffs a ton of times. Yeah, and the I Patriots are a little, always
0: there. He's still, and he's. I A little bitter about Kraft, even though Kraft has like he he, there's been some flag about him with his relationship with Goodell and all that stuff. But like if you're comparing Kraft to John Henry, like who is the he's this creepy guy. I mean, it's just a rich guy that buys teams as really, really inventory.
1: I mean, he he didn't even want to keep Fenway. I mean, they they, that's probably part of it, too, because Kraft didn't want to move to the um or he did want to move to fucking South Boston. And they were going to have a whole fucking place where there was going to be all the teams were going to be there. They were going to put the Bruins, Celtics Arena, you know, like they do in other other cities. Yeah, like, Philly. You know, yeah, they put all the, all the arenas in the same place. And it fell through. And I think he probably blames Kraft. But they blame um, Kraft regardless of what's happening. So um, either way, they're just jealous. And it's going to continue going on this way. So he's got to just mind his own interests and stay out of Tom Brady's business because nothing that guy does is wrong. Unbelievable. I just, I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk
0: about it. It pissed me off. I, I basically, I mean, obviously we have to talk about it, but I had to turn off the radio like a lot this week. It was just like, oh God, we're even talking the, about this again. It's a
1: hit piece it's, after hit piece. There was another one, a fucking Bart Hubba Bubba. Hub- I can't I thought he, he I, fucking uh, I was convinced resurfaced. he was dead. He I was resurfaces. convinced he was dead. And he takes a shot at Kraft. What a piece of shit that Blatantly guy. Blatantly lies. He says that Kraft said that he would he brought him into his 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 place at Gillette Stadium, his office and said that he would give him uh, scoops on his own team. I was like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah,
0: little fun fact about uh, Bart Hubbock is that he got fired for comparing Trump's presidential mm. election victory to 9 11, 9
1: and Pearl Harbor. So I think that's six thousand dead Americans. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yes. So and
0: and he compared that to a peaceful transition of uh, government office. That's what he decided to do. So that's who
1: they fired him from the New York Post. He sued them, and then they and he lost because he's an idiot. Yeah. Um so he became a fool. He was another uh another deflate gate uh loser. He became out he came out and s- tried to smash the Patriots for deflate gate. Got um you know, got everybody riled up. He was fucking dead the minute um when Brady was exonerated the one time and then when he came back and lost the whatever the Supreme Court thing whatever the fuck try. I can't even remember at this point, but he what lost pl- to the three judges in the Supreme Court or what whatever.
0: platform did he did he Write this from uh, MySpace? In, like, wh- who did somebody
1: hire no, him? No, he works for Deadspin. Spin. The Dead. Oh dead, my god. The same, does he? The same place that um, posted fucking Hulk Hogan banging uh, Bubba Loves wife and got sued for a gazillion dollars. Oh god. Uh, a horrifying video. So whatever. They're all fucking. Oh, did you see the hog on Hogan? Can you imagine? The fucking hog on him. I wonder why that leg drop's so effective. <laughs> um. So, draft talk. Draft starts tomorrow. I mean, Patriots don't have a lot of needs. They don't have a lot of picks. I mean, they're not picking until early round three. The so. only thing
0: to look out for is, um, you know, like Jerry Thornton is
1: saying that uh, Garoppolo's
0: moving tomorrow. You think tomorrow. So? I don't think so. But... If
1: Garoppolo goes anywhere, it's going to be tomorrow and it's going to be... For an early first-round pick from Cleveland, probably. So that's
0: the only thing. So after – I mean, once the draft starts, if we don't hear anything, then we can just turn the TV
1: off. Yeah, I mean, everyone's adamant that – I mean, even Mike Lombardi, who is my most trusted source in Patriots news on Twitter, um, says Garoppolo's not going anywhere.
0: That's the only thing that scares me is that everybody's so adamant.
1: Yeah, and Belichick will make a move if he thinks it's in the best interest of the team because – I mean, you don't control him after this year. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to either have yeah. to franchise him or Malcolm Butler, right? So um, Yeah, but I mean, and if I think if you if you franchise Jimmy Garoppolo, he's going to make more than Brady. <laughs> yeah, and you <laughs> can't
0: you can't have that on the bench, just, which I don't think you
1: can do that No. Ever. And um could you imagine paying a backup ex- like more than the starter just a just to wait? and wait for this legend to end his career. Yeah. It's all, it's just, I think it's just waiting for the Browns to Brown. And they'll eventually, they'll, they'll fucking, you know, they're trying to move up for a quarterback. And I mean, why not pay up for fucking Garoppolo at this point? I mean, they can probably snag a, you know, the, their number one pick plus later picks and then picks next year and fucking draft another quarterback or just keep set. What's the difference? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, they love Who knows? I mean, um, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I think that they have to go. They have to get their weakest point on the team is outside linebacker and a um, defensive end. That's where they lost the most. They lost Chris Long. They lost Jabal Sheard. They brought in Coney Ely, but he's kind of a um, he hasn't he hasn't really proven anything in the league as much. He's got he had a couple good years. He had a good Super Bowl uh, against the Broncos, but that's really it.
0: Well, they had some people over uh, in Foxborough today, right?
1: Oh, I don't. Yeah, a couple of guys, but nobody, nobody worth speaking about. I mean, they got like Dan Scuda or whatever his Scuda name from, yeah, from so the Jaguars,
0: I mean, and then somebody from the. I like Raven. how you say
1: Jaguars. Jaguars. Um, so yeah, I mean, they need big help. They need outside linebacker help, defensive end. Um, you know, they're gonna need linebackers and they're gonna need you know, what's coming up next year? Probably they're gonna need to draft a cornerback if Butler leaves, they're gonna have to draft a safety if, if Chung leaves. They're gonna have to uh they usually do these things down the road, so they usually do it one one year in advance. They're gonna have to get someone that's gonna replace Nate Solder, someone's gonna have to replace Chung, someone's gonna have to replace Butler, and probably someone that's gonna have to replace Garoppolo, so uh it's gonna be interesting. Uh I also think they're gonna try and trade I I mean Draft a third tight end. Um, listen for this name, Harvey Lange or Longy from BYU. He's a linebacker. Ooh, I like that. I I say every mock draft that doesn't have him on it is wrong mock draft because yeah, the Patriots are drafting that. him. I saw that. that I one hundred li- I, I like I like the BYU. <laughs> BYU That's... is a good school to go to because you know they're not gonna be uh gangsters or, or, or freaks so they had to go by that Mormon law out there. Basically you said you're saying that you know they're gonna be white. Well, white. Well he's a Samoan. And he's like Kyle Van Noy, same thing. Um, so you just know they're going to be good weird. Uh, now they're not moms. all
0: Mormons on the team, right?
1: No, but they have to obey the Mormon. Uh, they the have to law live by the, the. They have to like live with only men. You can't have sex. You can't like drink or smoke. Play in the same underwear every game. Whatever the fuck they do, I don't know. They weirdos. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. We
0: just maybe. I just. I could see BYU becoming like
1: the next Rutgers for okay. bill like that's just like a type of place he would like pick from kyle van noy is a byu guy he was he had a pretty decent season i think has the prettiest wife on the team but that's just me that's a shock really to you oh yeah i think so have you seen her instagram that i'll do you. some research bring up that instagram just some uh, research after the show i'm gonna have my uh yeah my intern bring up that so anyway that's the that's really it i mean things to watch um See if they grab a new if they grab a backup quarterback, a uh, a quarterback, and then a corner, um, you know things. They're going to be drafting for next year more than this year, I think. Um, the first few picks, I, I expect to go double dipping on a uh, defensive end and outside linebacker. They need pass rush help. That's really where they're going to go. So until then, uh, we don't know when we'll be back. Maybe in a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know.
0: Think. We'll let the. We'll see how the draft goes, and then uh, we'll see. maybe I get excited. Lead. You never know; we'll something the, big could happen. We'll let the league get excited about um, Peterson and signing, and Lynch signing, and uh, Which is funny we too. we didn't we didn't spend any you time that, we didn't spend any time on it on this podcast because we know
1: They're not threats, and it's but also a joke. the Saints funny that they didn't get any, I I haven't seen any, get any shit for signing Adrian Peterson. No. The Patriots would have got fucking massacred oh if they signed God. Adrian Peterson.
0: Oh my God. It would have been. An and I'm not crazy for saying that. They, they would have
1: got fucking so much bad publicity, so much fucking bad hype. And fucking, it would have been people uh, outside looking for Bill Belichick's head. They signed an old guy. Yeah, They were mad. Well, they were mad that Bel- Adrian Peterson even tried out for the team. He didn't uh, try out for the team. I don't
0: think it was. I think it was a favor. I really do think it was a favor from Bill for an agent. Yeah, yeah just be, oh, the Patriots. are they're talking just, to him. Yeah, him right yeah. And then yeah. he goes right to the Saints. Hey, Peyton. Yeah, yeah. Have another shot, and then sign Adrian Peterson. He's old. See you on Bourbon Street, baby.
1: All right. Uh, until uh, next time, go Patriots, and uh, let's see what happens tomorrow. Go, Sage! have happy birthday, Mom. Go Saints job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All for of this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. We win this game. Your honor. Your kids are stack receivers, two to the right, Russell Wilson extends the hands, he has uh-huh. Wilson quick throw, and it's intercepted, intercepted it. to Malcolm Butler, Butler has it at the one, Malcolm Butler, stepping out And Warner goes back to throw, and here's the clutch by Mike Brady the back.
0: 48-yard field goal attempt, set to go, snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good!